T T B. Music podcast. It's the end of the year as we know it. It's the end of the year as we know it. Or not. Or not. Yeah, it is. I feel fine. You feel fine. Hey! (laughs) Yeah. You haven't already switched off. Uh, (laughs) This is probably going to be quite short. It's not a usual roundup of the year. Uh, That was a jolly start the last year. This is true. Uh, David Bowie died last year. Yeah, well, didn't we really? Did we, did we mention that? Yeah, we did several times, yeah. and the hundred other people that had, had sadly uh, uh, departed. Oh, okay. Yes. Anyhow, uh, I'll go with your re- remendition anytime. Yeah. Let's right. let's let's go let's for the awards. Where so, we talk about the awards. So this is our end of year podcast. Yeah. So we'll start off with uh, the most surprising album award. Yeah. Well, I think we had two two nominees in here for different yeah, different okay. reasons. A very different nominees as well. Yeah. So we have Harry Styles, Harry Styles, uh, ex One Direction person, possibly still One Direction person. Don't know. Is he? And also Susan Sun for uh, music for people in trouble. Yeah. Uh, the second of which I, I'm including the list because uh, it was a very very different record to. Yes. The pre- previous one, yes, that we rated quite highly. Um, however, that said, I think we decided decided overall that our, our our winner would be Mr. Styles. It is Harry Styles. Yeah, it's Harry Styles with Harry Styles. Yeah, styling with Harry Styles. Restyling. Um, I I I thought because um, we'll get to the the list later. Um, I thought I thought this was just worthy of a mention because actually. If you'd said to me twelve months ago, right, Harry Styles of One Direction's bringing an album out, and, and it uh, won't suck, and it's going to suck, and I'd have gone, of course it's going to suck. Uh, but actually, apart from the lead single, which did suck a little bit, uh, <laughs> the the rest of the album, it was actually a really good pop album. It was. It was a really good. Particularly if you like uh, seven, if, if you're if you're pop, uh, yeah. Touch points are the mid, mid to late mid to late seventies rock of a certain exactly type. exactly so actually there was a lot <laughs> on here to enjoy um and i remember at the time being a, a, not even a little bit surprised actually quite surprised uh, at how much i enjoyed this album so um a worthy winner ditto and uh just to me ahead i think it was one that only just missed out on a mention in my uh top 20. wow no that's pretty good so there you go next up was our best shared musical activity outside of the podcast award and as you've mentioned before this can be literally quite any, any, anything but in this year we've decided it's pretty much come down to the a choice between the five gigs that we went to it has, to clarify it has to be something that you and I do yes we both have to be there <laughs> at the same time at the same in time the same place. in the same place good uh, I mean that's how I understand it yeah so we identified five gigs that we went to this, this, this year which is Susan Sun for Ryan Adams, Jason Isbell, and the 400 unit, uh, always, and Angelina Presley. We only managed five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We had a couple at the start, and then. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well. Anyway. And the winner is Pete. <laughs> no, the, no, the winner isn't Pete. No, the winner is me. Excellent. I was there. Um, this is 
this is a tricky one because um there's a couple of worthy mentions on here one of which i think is the winner um i particularly actually no do you know what? i'm just gonna pick one uh i'm gonna say jason isbell ah. um although susan sunfall probably gets can we do a joint winner Okay. Um, the only reason why I'm not picking Ryan Adams um, is is because as as amazing as the Royal Albert Hall gig was, yeah, um, it was a very special gig, um, as every gig at the Royal Albert Hall is. And if you're ever fortunate enough to go to the Royal Albert Hall for a gig, you all know it's a special experience. With actually, I'm going to change my mind again. With Susan Sunfall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad that you decide this one, Pete. <laughs> with Susan Sunfall, as opposed to Jason Isbell. Um, but actually, with all three artists I've just mentioned, with Susan Sunfall in particular, um, there was a. Not only was the venue quite interesting, it was the Union Chapel, Islington, yes. but actually, um, her her stage presence and her interaction with the crowd was was quite unique. Quite unique to that that venue, but also quite unique in terms of having had this as you mentioned a moment ago having had this very sort of sonic sounding album um it literally was just her and a piano and occasionally someone else with another keyboard yes and and it was so... the bits which was the piano when we genuinely couldn't see it because she was yeah and for half the gig we couldn't see her because she was behind the piano we we're on the wrong side of the venue <laughs> Uh, but had we been on the other side of the venue, well, um, so we could just look to her back. Yeah. So I, I, that would be my nomination. <coughs> I think that's a worthy. I think she's a worthy. Because yeah, it was just so minimal and stripped down, but very. It was very, very cool. minimal down, which, yeah. suit, which suited the tone of the the record yes. as well. I think. Yes. Um, I will mention Ryan Adams for the one reason that, as you said, it was special because Ryan Adams played an encore. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did the whole set and he did an encore. And Ryan doesn't do encores. No. He's, 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 Definitely one of those artists that thinks basically I'm delivering all the songs, yeah. then I'm going, there's none of that, hey, clap and wildly and I'll come back on and do something, yeah. but he did an encore. Yes. Yeah, okay. Honorary listener award. We have a joint we have joint winners. Uh, honorary list. Uh, is this a new one? This is an honorary yes. listener. It's a new one. Yeah. It's uh, you you get this by contributing something to the podcast in a way. And both his and both his pe people have this this this, this this year this year either by recommending we review stuff, <laughs> or simply just for being there, yeah, <laughs> or being the topic <laughs> in a way of one of the podcasts. Yes, yeah. Uh, and actually, having just, just looking around this room, it just remind remind me. I think they should get a special gift on their way for Christmas as well. I think. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Yeah, we got so, something here. Yeah, so nice. Spencer and Neil will be getting a CTTB. Oh, ah, excellent. Moving on, best song of the year award, which is good because we've planned that one really well. The idea was we were going to do top five lists for this. But we, well, we abandoned doing that a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to go. I, the, the people will get the impression we've not really planned this very well. I'm going to say Lord Greenlight oh, as my song of the year. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I, I'm I'm gonna go with um, "Don't Delete the Kisses" by Wolf Alice, um, and I may come back to this later. But the reason I'm picking that is, for me, that song very much let me into a place I probably hadn't been for about twenty years, and that is being young. 
<laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but also, young and in love. Oh. You know, that combination. I, I Obviously, I'm now older and in love. But, but, but being young and in love and that sort of first flourish of, of, um, of, of do I like you or don't I like you and how do I go about it. For me, it was very much a teenage kicks for the um, the digital yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. yeah. So it's like you know, teenage kicks, but with a smartphone. Um, so don't delete the kisses. Yeah, for me, really, like Lord Curtis thought it was just just a really fine pop record that was one of the, one of the came out early on in the year and one one of one of those songs that has been played to death in our car. Yeah. And despite that fact, I still think it's a good song. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, the yearly best reference to Todd. Ping! <laughs> award. Once again, goes to me. And it's going to go to me. Well, surprise, me. surprise. And it's going to go to me for this now. Last week, I was listening to Desert Island Discs, featuring one, one Kelsey Grammer. And one of the songs that Mr. Grammer picked was Mated by Todd Rundgren. So that's our pinged moment for this year. I thought you might In the podcast. You're actually in the podcast, so you can't help that, can you? Oh, so, can you? <laughs> this is the one that people really wanted to know. Oh. The classic Gone Cobra Award for Worst Album of the Year. Alright. And the rule for this one is, which in the event of no overall winner, it is presented to Limp Bizkit, of which the uh, the album Gold Cobra of theirs from, a, what, five, six years back now? Yeah. Uh, this was dedicated to them in perpetuity. Uh, should there be no one that's released an album that bad? this year and last year uh, our wisdom dedicated this one to Drake yes and what are we doing this year rolling 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 we're, get, we're actually giving it back to Limp Bizkit because I have no idea if they even released an album this year no. but if they did I'm sure it was bad so yeah exactly so, so thanks again for that right this is more interesting we have a new award no, really it is. It is the Spirit Award <laughs> for Most Disappointing Album of the Year. Oh. And we have uh, three possible ones of here. We have Taylor Swift. Hang on, what was that again? The War Award? The Spirit Award. Oh, got, gotcha, gotcha. The Taylor Swift Reputation. Yeah. Depeche Mode Spirit. Hang on. <laughs> or Fleet Foxes Crack Up. <laughs> Pete, drum roll please. Who is the winner of our Most Disappointing Album of the Year Award? It says here that the winner is Depeche Mode with Spirit. Um, I, yeah, this, was, this album has tortured me. It's, I have listened. I've probably listened to this album more than I've listened to some of our favourite albums yep. because I just keep coming back to it and thinking it can't be bad. It's Depeche Mode. It's Spirit. And well, I it's keep, not bad. No, no. Of course, it's not bad. It's it, no. It's not. No, it's not bad at all. And and it was again coming. Spoiler alert. Um, didn't quite make my top twenty list, but was always hovering. Yeah. It, it was in in at number fifteen at some point. I'm sure it was. Um, and, and and having had the fortune to see them live this year as well, this album works wonderfully live. This is their best album in years when live. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> and that just doesn't makes translate it, to the record. And then, that just it? makes it even more frustrating because I, I went and saw them live and then I listened to it again. And I was like, oh no, it's still disappointing. Yeah, so, it, yeah. It, it, uh, and I have. Uh, this is one where I t t totally agree. This was one of those records that I remember doing when we came to that podcast. Think, thinking, I'm going to come to this podcast and say, Pete, I don't really rate this very highly, and you're, you're going to rave about it. And you kind of went, 
no, I pretty much feel that way too. It's like, <laughs> oh, good, it's not just me then. I was thinking, yeah, not really grabbing me at all. It's just, no. mm. One of my favourite artists of all time. <laughs> Must do better. Must do better. Oh, I don't know if they will though. I mean, you know, who knows what who the future knows, may bring. Who knows indeed. Um, so that's so. the spirit of it. So now I suppose we get to the the, 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 the bit that matters. Yeah, the important bit. Um, <laughs> looking for the right page, right, right page yeah. of the notes. Actually, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's listed somewhere. Oh yeah, there it is. There we go. Um, yeah, our, our basic top twenty rundown of uh, the albums, the albums of the year, our combined albums of the the, the year. Um, as a as a touch point, I should, um, perhaps run down the top ten. Um, Critics' views, which we tend to do every 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 year. This is based on eighty-one lists 81. of of uh, the great and the good. We've drowned in sound, Rolling Stone, Mojo, all these kind of people. Um, and their top ten, uh, as based on those eighty-one lists, was Queens of the Stone Age villains at number ten. Okay. Thundercat, who we did last podcast. Yeah. Drunk at number nine. Mm -hmm. Tyler the Creator, Flower Boy at eight. Yeah. Father John Misty. Pure comedy at seven. Uh -huh. The National Sweet Sleep Well Beast at uh -huh. six. Yeah. Samfer's Mercury Winning pro Process. A bit uh -huh. of progress there. Process at five. Uh -huh. St Vincent's Mass Education at four. And their top three were okay, here we go. LCD Sound System, American Dream. What? Lord Melodrama at okay, two. Okay. Okay. And by by a country mile, uh, the winner, Kendrick Lamar's Dam at number one. Mm, okay. <laughs> Uh, based on my comments in the previous podcast, I can kind of see where they're coming from with all those choices. Um, yeah, quite divergent from what we picked. <laughs> well, it's quite a bit. Well, well, you say, you say that, but when you get to, you yeah. know, you get okay. to our top ten, ten. I mean, are we going to do the whole thing, or should we just, no, do I'll just do the ten? Okay, nobody so. cares about what we did with Tiny Zemper. True. Okay, we should, 15, say, we should say that number Ken, fifteen, Tiny yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> and. Thundercat were joint 20th and all. Oh, well yeah. done. Uh, so, uh, number 10, Pete. What's number 10? Uh, it's um, Semper Femina with uh, Laura Barling. Uh, number 9, we have a tie between uh, John, Father John Misty, Pure Comedy, Courtney Barnett and Kurt Files, Lot of Sea Lights and Waxer Hatchies Out of the Storm. Glad you got to say that. Yeah. Uh, number 8, uh, it's another joint tie. Oh, lots of joint ties this year. Um, it was Lord's Melodrama and Angelina Presley's Wrangled. At seven, we have uh, our first indie and Wolf Alice's Visions of a Life. Loved it. Uh, <laughs> and um, Sampha uh, with Process at six. St. Vincent's Mass Education, which is kind of in line with you know what some of what the, the critics were saying. It's at number five. Um, uh, this was my number five, but our overall number four is uh, always anti-socialites. And before I say, so before I say the three, something uh, remarkable now happened. Yeah, something did happen. As, something that's never happened before. As regular listeners will know, me and Pete uh, quite often. It's usually our top five usually has two or three albums that are the same, and there's a couple of times when our top three has had the same albums. But we've never actually rated them in the exact same order. Yes. Until this year this when the first. we did. So number three is uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 Units, The National Sound, which was uh, a really strong follow-up to 
uh, previous out al- previous album South I think was South, was it South Eastern South East, yeah uh, which we were take taken with yeah greatly and and this national sound was actually nominated for album of the year but in the country music awards wow and deservedly so I think um, this was a, a very a very soulful not in the musical sense but but very a very heartfelt album and um, uh, a very moving album actually uh, I'm re- I was hesitating <laughs> you notice I hesitated earlier yeah. over the gig thing um, I was actually quite really quite moved at the gig by this album mm. um, and the live performance was was stunning um, and um, I really rated this album and it rocks and it does quiet as well it's, I mean, it kicks I, the boxes I'd say I'd say my own list but certainly these three it was paper thin <laughs> as to which position they were in. It again makes it all the more remarkable we picked the same three records in the same order. But at number two... Just missing out. What was it? It's Susan Sumfort with Music for People in Trouble. Um, an album that despite being the complete opposite of the album before, and despite in my love of Sumfort to this point being based purely on all that sonic noise and and, and and loud pop brashness that that she threw into the previous album this had none of that and 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 should have and could have been a massive disappointment but actually ended up being one of the most surprising albums of the year and was a real safe place for um for for people in trouble yeah, I mean, it's, an, it's definitely one of those albums that we covered this year that you you, you had to listen to. You mm. couldn't you couldn't just have it on as background no, music, not at because all, because it doesn't really work in that kind no. of sense. You have to yeah. you had to you had to give something to it to get something out of it. Yeah. Um, and as you say, when you did do that, uh, it turned into an absolute charm from an album that initially you're thinking, hmm, yeah, I kind of missed doing that thing she did before and. Oh, it's a bit kind of yeah dour and stuff like that but then you suddenly find yourself just being slowly kind of drawn in and yeah it's a, it's a it's a wonderful record um so our album of the year and comes from near the start of the year um and yes. a, an album that i think even that even then we said was, was certainly one that we expected to be there there or thereabouts come the come come the end of the year and that certainly seems to have been the case and it is the latest album by Ryan Adams Prisoner yeah um, which again I think he I mean, I've, I've been a fan as people know for for, for years but I, I think uh, the last two albums particularly have, have been strong in both a almost taking his kind of his kind of indie Folky country rock essence, in and but channeling it into a more, into into more kind of commercial kind of sound without selling out, as they used to say. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's stole that many records in that sense, and the other things had lots of hits off it or anything like that. But I think it it is an album that, as the previous album was, one that's very inviting it's not one that it's not an album that's kind of like putting up barriers to try and keep you out it's it's a it's a very inclusive yes fun rock record yeah uh, this and this previous and the previous album this album in particular was very um it's, it's just a great rock album and 
I, I listened to it again only today and, and just from that opening organ chord mm. um, you get for a, it's about 30 seconds then you get the, the riff kicks in and it, it just it smacks of a great album to come um, and it doesn't let up it goes quiet it goes loud um, it, it, it just doesn't let up and it is just such an enjoyable record and and where perhaps some of the other albums in this list um, fell down is that there was that variation in quality this is just superb all the way through it's top draw stuff it is indeed um, I, I, on that point a couple I just wanted to throw in as you know randoms um, uh, I mentioned earlier uh, what it meant to be young uh, Visions of Life reintroduced me to indie music this year by Wolf Alice and 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 as I say uh, reminded me of why why music can sometimes uh, in most surprising ways just suddenly grab hold of you yes um, and take you to places perhaps you've never been before or haven't been for a long time and that's why what we do is just so wonderful every year and thank you again for listening um, and I wanted to throw Gang Signs and Prayer in there as well as a kind of Stormzy, yeah, yeah he, uh, he, he just missed out on my on my top tw tw top ten. He was he was hovering there or thereabouts for a while. I, I sneaked him into my top ten because actually, I don't think we've had a British rap artist that's, or, or certainly, um, we've never had an artist from from that background. But he brought everything that we've been saying for the last couple of years about grime. It's been interesting, yeah, particularly from London uh, he brought all that together uh, but he did something very personal with it and turned it into not only a great grime album but also a great as a great soulful sounding record as well um, and um, yeah I mean, and also if you haven't seen the, 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 the video clip of him and Judy Dench <laughs> seriously <laughs> that's just that's worth, that's worth the money alone yeah. but for finally because it feels like all the big rap icons hip-hop icons are on the, the other side of the pond i think finally we've got an artist here who's who's potential to be just as big indeed i'm i'm happy to i'm more than happy to go along with that um i suppose my only uh, thing that i would uh, drag out drag out um drag it out yeah <laughs> is you know almost, almost almost the guilty pleasure that we discussed a few weeks ago of prophets of rage album um, oh yeah, rage, rage against the uh, rage against the rage. Rage against the rage, um, yes. which is just loud and daft, and but yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, and definitely one of the one of the, one of the more enjoyable listens of the year, regardless of <laughs> how good everything else was. Yes. Um, yes. But I think overall, overall, our feeling of this year was a bit kind of. Yeah, I, it was a bit near. Um, got, I think it got better. I think it got better. Um, I think overall, we had a stellar year a couple of years ago. Overall better than last year? Yeah, well, last year was shit for all kinds of reasons. <laughs> but, you know, overall better than last year. Um, and I think actually towards the end, when we went through and we'll go through the list, and I, I sort of compile it off and on throughout the year, actually got to the end of the year, so that's, not, that's, a, good, that's a good 20, 25 records I've got there. Um, you know. So yeah, that's my thought. Okay. So we will end. The last one of the year. We will oh. end. We will end. That's the good news. We will end. We will so end. we will end with the respective top twenties that have, have, 
just so you can see where, <laughs> where the overall things came from or didn't come from. Um, so I'll kick off. At number 20 I had the National Sleep Well Beast, 19 Thundercat Drunk, just based on those two listens, has to be said. Well done. Um, it might possibly have got higher if I had more time. Uh, I'm something to tell you, number 18. Juliana Hatfield's Pussy, I always wanted to say that. Um, at number 17, Wolf Alice Visions of Life at 16 for me. Some mental, men, men, mental? Melt. Some mental illness from Amy Mann at 15. The aforementioned Prophets of Rage with Prophets of Rage at 14. Courtney Bonnet and Kurt Vile, uh, which now we reviewed uh, a couple of podcasts ago, which again I just really took to a lot. It's got a very sweet kind of record. Uh, a lot of sea lice at 13. Angelina Presley wrangled at 12. Ping, Todd Rundgren. Ping. Uh, White Knight at 11. My top 10, Lord Melodrama at 10. Sam for Progress at, well, it's Process or something, isn't it? At 9. LCD Same <laughs> System, American Dream. Whatever his album was called. You could never get your head round no. that, could you? Laura Marlin, <laughs> Semper for Mina at 7. Waxahachi Out of the Storm at 6. St. Vincent at 5. Always at 4. And as you're aware, there are top 3. It's the top three that we said a minute ago, so nah. Jason Isbell, Sinson 4, and Ryan Adams at number one. Nah. Um, Depeche Mode, Elbow, Arcade Fire, possibly Taylor Swift, sadly Harry Styles, all had to make way for this lot. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's Dam at 20, uh, National, Sleepwell Beast, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, Villains at 18, Royal Blood at 17, uh, Phoenix Tiamo at 16, a Tiny Temper. Youth at 15, as I revealed earlier. Um, Courtney Marlott and Courteval, uh, a lot of sea lights, 14. Uh, Marika Hackman, do you remember that? That I was a, that was a good album. That, uh, that was quite miserable as well. Yeah, yeah, it was quite miserable, but 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 but, 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 but enjoyably bleak. <laughs> I'm Not Your Man at, at 13. Lord at 12 with Melodrama. Tyler the Creator, Flower Boy. Another one of my experimental choices yeah. at, <laughs> at 11. And my top 10, Angelina, Presley wrangled at 10, St. Vincent at 9, uh, Stormzy at 8, uh, Sampha at 7, uh, Father John Misty's Pure Comedy at 6, always at 5, um, the wonderfully wonderful um, uh, Wolf Alice with uh, Visions of Life at 4. Thank you for that. And our three, once again, for the last time, Jason Isbell, um, Susan Sumfor's music at two and Ryan Adams Prisoner at number one and a happy new year and a happy new year to you too see you with CTTB 2018 who'd have thought <laughs> well our two listeners clearly <laughs> thanks again guys <laughs> <laughs>